0: Wow, what are the odds of that? Oops. All right, we'll take a break on that. have a breather. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the No Limit Boxing Podcast. I'm your host, George Rose. This is something that's been in the works for quite some time now. We've been talking about it for a number of years and we've finally put it together uh, for 2024. We want to do things big, we want to do things different. We had a really big year in 2023 and this is a part of what we're doing, we're fucking shit up in 2024 and I'll try not to swear through the podcast um, but I'll do a better job of that. Our first guest for the opening, opening debutante inaugural podcast, Semi Goodman, um, absolute pleasure to have you on here today Semi. Welcome.
1: Yeah, on debut, let's go. So, nah, good to be you. Good, uh, yeah, good to be our uh, first on.
0: Look, we're both on debut, so anything could happen here. Um, we'll try and uh, we'll try and share a little bit about what's happening at No Limit Boxing, what's happening with Sam Goodman, and um, keep everybody in the loop because, like I said, it's a big year for boxing, plenty happening, and uh, I think it's going to be a great year for us. So, I'm going to follow my sheet. I'm going to follow your lead and and see where we go with this one. So, um, I, I think. One of the things that I'd love to be able to do is is uh, talk a little bit of the news in the boxing world at the moment. Uh, I think the most recent card that we all saw was uh, the uh, Bedabeev Smith card. Massive one. Great, great fight. Um, a few Aussies on that one. Ron Murdoch, Jason Maloney, um, both performed well on that
1: one. and uh, Interesting card, wasn't it? What were your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was uh Bit of mixed results, you know, it was awesome to see Jace defend his world title and get a win up, you know, so he's flying the flag for the country and, you know, it was a, it was a tough fight but, you know, he, he pulled through and he, you know, it was, he was tested but, you know, I thought he'd done enough to get the get the uh, the dub but, look, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was a cracker fight and, you know, probably a, already a contender for fight of the year, you know, early on so, and then Roland Murdoch, you know, fuck, oh, I couldn't believe how, like, he was so tough, you know, so, tough, and so so willing, you know, it was, um... Yeah, I was impressed by Ryan, you know, because the the other guy was strong, you know, top ranker, top ranker, big on that guy. And look, he uh, he went in there, you know, against the the home fighter and, you know, put on a good display. So he's he's back to the drawing board, but, you know, he'll be back and, and ready to go.
0: Really good fighter. I, I, I thought he was a bit unlucky too. Um, it it just didn't seem to go his way. He did it on the
1: night. He um he, he's a he's a fair specimen too, Rowan Murdoch. No, absolutely. You know he's he's got it all. But um, look, he, he was up against it a little bit in terms of going into his backyard and and against the guy that's undefeated and and just you know an absolute physical specimen. I, I think uh, he's a part of better uh, Bet- uh, camp as well. So. Look, he's, you know, obviously getting the best training, best sparring, and they oh, I'm pretty sure they were all saying, like, he's the fittest guy in that camp. Like, he just goes and goes and goes, and he's an yeah, absolute – he I did heard that. He's a specimen, you know. He's, he's yeah. so strong too, so. Yeah, well, I, I, I thought
0: Rowan's a very fit bloke, and, you know, the fact that he was, um, you know, outworked by that guy was was massive.
1: Yeah, it was massive, but I was super impressed with how tough he was. He was so willing yeah. and, and so tough, you know, he – he couldn't put him away, so yeah, it says all you need to know about Roland Murdoch. No, Jay, nothing but respect fighter.
0: for our for our Aussies who travel abroad and put it all on the line. And you, you touched on Jason Maloney, um, very close
1: fight, split decision win. What do you think of that one? You've trained yeah. with Jason. Yeah, yeah I've, too, I've done you? plenty of rounds with both Andy and Jace. You know they're good fighters, been around for a long, long time, and and done all the done all the work to to get into the position they're in. So, look, they're they're real real good fighters, real tough. Um, Real tough, hard working, and it showed in the fight. I, I thought, especially later on, towards the uh, the back end of the fight, Jason showed why he's the champion, and and I think that that's what got him over the line. That, those later rounds, I think, Jace really put it on him a bit. Started going forward, pressing the action, and, and really really started to put a hurting on him. I thought the earlier rounds, you know, probably favored favored the Mexican, but once, once Jace found his groove and and got a bit of momentum, he uh, the tide started turning, and I think you know if if it was a fifteen round fight, it probably would have suited Jason even more. Yeah,
0: so, Yeah. Gotta be a scary moment though when you're standing up there at the end of a close fight,
1: not not knowing which way it goes. How does that feel? Oh, I've been there, you know. Yeah <laughs> it's terrifying. So especially when you hear split decision or and you just wait and you're hearing scorecards for the other bloke come out, it's not not fun. Thankfully for me, it's only happened once, but look, it's it's not a good it's not a good feeling, you know, you're you're rather those, you know, unanimous decision, you know, yeah, you got a good feeling before whether you won the fight or not, I think. But, look, it, it can all get taken away from you that quick. And so many times you see in boxing a shit decision or a decision, you just think, like, yeah, it blows your mind. So, And especially when you're going abroad, yeah, half the time, I think when you hear that split decision, do you expect it? or? So I think it would have been a little bit of a frightening moment. But thankfully, you know, he, he pulled through and he, he got the win.
0: Comes home with another belt, another Australian world champion. Um, now look, we've got a, a lot of fights coming up this year, we we had, um, had a really good year in 2023, we've got a lot of fights to announce uh, coming up this year, a few of them including your, uh, your big fights that you'll have coming yes. up this year, so we'll, we'll get to that, we'll get to that, but what we might do first is, is we'll just you know go through a little bit of your life story, how you got to where you are, um, tell us a little bit about who Sam Goodman is, where you're from, how you got to, how you got to here.
1: No, I'm um, from uh, Albion Park and to be honest I, I started boxing really I was loved, loved me footy, you know, grew up playing footy and uh that's sort of where, you know, the mad bunch was born. My dad, you know, always on the piss at the footy club and you know, he played for Albion Park. But um look so that that's how that all came about. But uh, I was I was boxing uh I didn't really look at boxing as a as an idea. My cousin boxed a bit, but um Look, uh, I got injured playing footy. I dislocated my elbow. And to be honest, I was massive into all my wrestling and I wanted to take up uh, take up that. What but, are we um, talking,
0: WWE? We're talking oh, real wrestling. I like
1: wrestling. WWE, but my dad was going to put me into, like, proper wrestling. years. like, yeah, it's not like WWE. I'm like, yeah, whatever, mate. I'm fucking jumping off ropes. Like, that's what I thought going <laughs> into it. But, um, yeah, so I was going to do, a, like, Olympic-style wrestling just down at the PCY thing and go learn a bit. But, um, after I dislocated my elbow, my elbow, boy thought, you know, probably not so straight into getting like arm bars or getting yeah. put, in, put into locks. He goes, why don't, you, why don't you try boxing your cousin your cousin fights? And I was like, righto. So went to the gym and, you know, enjoyed me first few sessions. And then not long after that, I was sparring. And after, you know, you start sparring and you start getting into it, it's addictive. And it's slowly sort of started taking over the footy. Once I started fighting and, you, you win your first fights, it, nothing nothing beats that, you know. So even you w- like when you win a footy match or whatever, you're winning alongside your, your all your mates and stuff, but it, it just didn't compare to, to boxing. And once I won my first Australian title, it, the decision was made, it was done. So I was just like, no, nah, I'm never looking back. Just on your footy career, what position were you? Uh, I was hooker.
0: Hooker? A slow
1: hooker, yeah. yeah. Slow <laughs> yeah. hooker. Good service, couldn't <laughs> run. And who was your team? Uh, Albion Park Eagles, so... The Eagles. Oh, Eagles no, or seagulls. No no, 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 no. I played for Avian Park, yeah, right. but I, I support support the Dragons. So I grew up going going into yeah, Win Stadium think, and getting enough. up on the hill and and still do that when I can and when I get a bit of time to you know go watch the go watch the boys. But um, yeah. So I, I've supported the Dragons, you know, since you know my dad played off lower levels for Steelers and and stuff like that back in the day. So I was sort of you know he looks like into, a tough bastard to your father. Yeah, he looks like a boxer. He's got the boxer's nose and figured the old shaved head, but yeah, he's um. Not a not a fighter. So when did you realise that you were that you were good at boxing? Uh, to be honest, I've always I reckon almost a bit delusional in ways. I probably thought I was better than what I was <laughs> <laughs> at the start, thought fuck I'm fucking more all right at this, but um, but you have moments where you you get checked in, your ego gets brought back. I remember the first academy camp I'd done with Joel Keegan, I went up there and it was like learning a fucking different language. Like some of the, like the drills I was getting shown and, and getting put through different things, so I was like, mate, this is this is off its head compared to what I, I've been doing. I've just been sitting in front of a fucking punching bag yeah. sort of thing. But it was um yeah so that that was an eye opener and once I started getting more into the academy and and I, I started progressing a bit more. But like I said, you still have those moments where you're yeah, you, uh, you, you get that ego check. Like I went to China. had a really good trip in China when I was about fourteen, and went went pretty well against a few of the Chinese boxers. Came back thinking I was shit hot. Two weeks later, we go to England, and I was sparring a few older kids in England. But you know they were getting the better of me. And I was fucking doing my head <laughs> in. So I was like, that was sort of one that brought me back to back to earth. But um, so you have you have those moments where you you can't you got to remain level and and remain uh you know stay stay a bit humble and not not get too ahead of yourself and. And where you're at, and just constantly fo- focus on the progress uh, on the process, and and stay consistent. How
0: much how much of an impact has Joel Keegan had on that? You you mentioned a little bit about the relationship with him. H- how you know how much of an impact
1: has he had on your career? Oh, massive! You know, without without him, you know, I'll, I wouldn't be boxing. It was as simple as that. So, um, I wouldn't be near where I'm where I'm at. You know, I him and Luke Phipps are, are probably the the reason I've got to where I. I I've got to where i've got to so far so look if i if i can't win world titles with without uh, with, with those guys i can't win them with every uh, with anyone so look uh i think i've i've been well traveled i've been overseas i've seen many different coaches and many different styles and oh, i truly believe that they are the best in the business so look um they back me all the way and you know they say jump i say how high so i just keep following the the plan they've got in place and and, um, yeah, it's working so far, and we're going to keep doing it.
0: Well, you spend plenty of time together too, don't you? As you no, do, you I, have to be I, the I, most
1: <laughs> travelled bloke in Australian boxing, the amount of Ks that you do every week. Yeah, 100%. So I'm pretty much based full-time up on the Central Coast now. I get back home and, and see the family when I can. And when when I'm in camp, it's it's all probably a bit less travel because I'm, just, I'm staying up there, you know, so I might get back once every two weeks or once a week maybe. But... Um, Look, it's it's uh it's full on, but you know I live with Lukey now, and it's, uh, it's it's good fun. So I enjoy my time up on the coast, and it's uh yeah, it, it is a lot of time together. But that's what you got to do in camp, you know. You're constantly training, constantly in the gym, and that's what it's about, you know. Oh, I love the lifestyle as well. That you know I feel good when I am training like that. It it's the best, you know. So when I'm sort of out of out of camp, it, it messes with you a bit, you know. So it, it wrecks uh, it wrecks the way you, you live a bit.
0: Yeah. You mentioned you've um, you've traveled a little bit over your amateur and pro career what 's it like rolling into new countries new gyms and and what's the hospitality like when you roll into
1: these new gyms it's um dif- different areas is probably different different hospitality and especially now that you know, i'm pro like the last last trip uh, to America like oh, I warned a few of the boys because i've seen it a little bit in the amateurs where you know the American fellas they'll try it, they'll try and talk shit and they'll try and put it on you. Know? I told I told a few of the boys that like it was their first time over in America. I'm like, they're gonna put it on you know? like we expect at some of these gyms that they're gonna they're gonna go you. Know? like they're gonna talk shit from the first first bell, my first bar, spar sparring, sparring a guy that's who's uh he's undefeated, he's a pretty good fellow and it mate, straight away from the word go then they look at you, especially being a a white kid from Australia, like blue eyes and shit, they they write you off completely at the start. So but I was ready for all that and look after every spar. I, um, I think I think I earned my respect and the shit talk, but it, it dropped off pretty quick. So look, um, that last trip to America was was a big building block for. I think how, how it worked out as well with the fight falling through in Vegas and stuff. It probably worked out better, so I, I got more rounds in. Got got a heap of high quality quality sparring and I, I came back from that trip gone. Oh, I know I'm, I know I'm up there among not just among the best I can be the best you know so guys that were bigger a couple of guys I spun that were red hot, that were smaller like Ben Rodriguez and stuff and uh, you know good guys like that who were at an elite level and operating you know at, in there in pound for pound lists and talked uh, amongst those sort of guys and and i uh, I was really happy with how I went with uh, with everyone over there so that that trip for me was it was very reassuring very of where I'm at and, and the work we're doing
0: and so off the back of that uh, that was prior to which fight uh TJ T TJ TJ. and then I, I feel like your growth in 2023 has just skyrocketed you've had some you had some really good performances um, what was your most memorable performance for for
1: that year I think you'd have to go with the, the Elaine one I think the, the oh, TJ fights the, the TJ fights one that in hindsight now looking back now it's probably aged a bit better he's went, went to Japan twice and and beat two of the, you know, best ranked fighters in the in the division. So um, that one's probably aged pretty well. Everyone, when I when I beat him, said, "Oh, he's over the hill. Yeah. He's, he's done. He's, he's no good anymore. He's not what he was." And and now he's just went and had two really good w- wins, and he's ranked, I think, in the in the top six or seven in Ring Magazine. So, but um, the Aleem one was was massive. That was one that before I was. But not read them, but like me mates all the way. I know why they do it. They, they'll screenshot shit that's online and they'll they'll send it through to me of like someone roasted me or whatever, saying I that's can't what win. Mates are for, right? yeah, hundred percent. They let me know and don't let me uh go get out of check, you know. But um, they uh they'll send anyone talking shit or like uh, posting like he can't win or can't do this or not strong enough, and they're, they're all sending it through to me and then giving me a heap. But um, so that that one I sort of went in with, you know, a bit of a, like a, a point to to prove like, nah, fuck you, so I, I know what I can do, so, um, but now I think that one, just the position it put me in, that, like I said, the, the level of the fight, he was undefeated, I was undefeated, and, um, and a lot of people thought I couldn't do it, so it was, and even when I was warming up out the back, I was hearing a lot of the, the pundits and that going, you know, oh, it's a, it's a tough fight, and I don't know if he could pull it off, is he at that level, and that was like, oh, fuck you, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to show everyone, you know, how good I am, and I thought in that fight oh, I really got to, especially late on I got to show I'm a championship fighter, and you know this year you know I've I've beat beat those sort of guys that are at that level. This year I go again and you know I one up it and become a world champion.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, so who's on your um, who's on your hit
1: list for for 2024? Look, whoever's got the belts, you know, right now it's a, new a. If he's still got them, he's on the hit list. So look, I'll take any fight that's got a world title at the end of it and. Um, look, I'm not worried about anyone. I know I know how good I am and how good I can be. and um, I'll, I'll fight anyone that, that I have to to win that. And that's a fight as well that I look at and go, that's that's a chan- chance to, like, you know, I'll win that fight. How can you not rank me in the, you know, top of the pound-for-pound pound list? He's sitting He's at sitting, even one or two, you yeah. know. So fights like that, they're just, that's a massive opportunity, so... I'll take that with both hands if if that opportunity uh, opportunity presents itself, you know. So he, he's got to get through Neri, and yeah, I I assume he does. I thought the Neri fight was stylistically, oh, I like that fight for myself. But um,
0: I like the Tapales one for you too. Uh, I, I thought that was going about, to be a great yeah,
1: one. Yeah, I was feeling like we were trying to get Tapales. I know, back uh, down here, but look, I think the money over in Japan as well that Anuay is bringing in right now. It, it's uh, probably a bit bigger fight than fighting fight Sam Goodman before he's a world champion. So, you know, I can understand it, but I thought that was a fight that I really could have, you know, took a shot. Uh, took my shot to be a, a unified champion. So I, I was gutted that we didn't miss out on that one, but it is what it is. We got two more big fights and two big wins towards the end of last year. And, Absolutely. And we rolled on with things. So it wasn't meant to be last year, but this year's the year
0: what's the motivation on a fight like that with in a, in a way like you hear everyone talk about he's a once in a generation fighter absolute freak can't be beat what's your motivation in that like some people would would steer away from a fight like that others would run towards it if you do run towards it
1: why why do you choose to look it's be- because of what it what it does to my life not just my career but my life that that fight that that changes my life overnight you know so it that's such a big, big opportunity, and it's the, you know, that puts me up there with boxing greatness, winning, winning fights like that, so it's all, all opportunity, and all about achieving the goals I've, I've set out to achieve, and, and that's, um, that's massive for me, that, that changes my life overnight, and purely for that, for that fact, you know, I, and I back myself to beat anyone, I, I don't, if, if I thought I couldn't do what I want to do, I wouldn't box, you know, I'd, I'd go do something else, and, well, I, I truly believe that I am the best, and and I'll back myself every day of the week against a or anyone else who's got got the belts at the time. So, we'll see how it all plays out. But if, if that's the fight that we we're, that comes up, we're, we're taking it.
0: It's been a hell of a journey, hasn't it? With um with no limit and, and Sam Goodman. Uh, I remember when we when we first signed you. I think you were unranked at the time, and now you sit as as number one um, and mandatory in. In uh, two of the two
1: of the sanctioning bodies, how's that journey been? Oh, it's it's been awesome, you know. So it's like like you said, I was I was unranked and, and relatively unknown. I was pretty new. I only fought on TV the once or twice before, and it was um yeah, it was a massive moment for me. Cha- changing, uh, changing over to No Limit, and it, it's it's been great so it's uh it's been a been a big journey and we're only just getting started though so it's it's been good but i think there's uh there's bigger nights ahead and i'm looking forward to those but yeah like like i said unranked to to world number one it hasn't been a bad first two years and it's went by pretty quick i've I've felt you know so it's it's flown by but you look from from where i was to where i'm at now it's it's been gold
0: yeah absolutely look outside of the um Outside of the, the, in a way, fight, what other fights out there excite you? I know there's, I mean, you've got a guy like Jason Maloney, who's the who's the, cha- the world champion in the division just below you. Um, if he ever made the move up to your division, is that something that,
1: that you'd see as, as uh, something you'd have a crack at? Oh, uh, absolutely. So if, if that, uh, if Jason came up and and wanted to take me on for sure so i'm i'm not running or ducking or dodging no one so if that if that fight popped up and that opportunity came up absolutely you know it's another world champion on my resume and a, another fight i've got great respect for and uh, but yeah if if that opportunity did pop up i think especially if i, I get my hands on a title that's a that's a massive, uh, a massive domestic fight and something I think a lot of people would have a lot of interest in. So it's something you could really build and, and really hype up. And two Aussies fighting for a world title, that, that'd be huge. So uh, it's definitely something I'd consider, whether they would or not, up, that's on them.
0: Geez, <laughs> I'll tell you what, it'd look good in the gong too, wouldn't it?
1: Oh, it'd be, it'd be sensational down there. It'd be rocking if we could get that one down at the, down at the gong. So I know they're all waiting on one for down there, but if we could bring something like that down there, Eventually, that, that would be huge. So,
0: how do you feel about fighting in Wollongong? Because I know the last time that we went to Wollongong, we did a, a massive show down there with uh, Paul Gallen in the big upset mm. against Lucas Brown. The crowd was nuts. Yeah, they... it was absolutely nuts. The Wollongong Entertainment Centre was was off its head. And um, I know that was just before you came mm. across to us, yeah. and, and so you missed out on being on that card. Uh, it, how how big of a you know how how big is it on your, on your scale of things you want to do? Um, in in fighting a long long. Absolutely,
1: it's something I, I've eyed off for a long long time now, and I think, um, yeah, it's just something you dream of as a kid, you know, headlining big shows in. Oh, I remember going to you know the entertainment center to watch guys like Denny Gill when I was when I was a kid, you know, so, well, I probably would have been ten or eleven back then. So nights like that watching, I oh, I think it might have been Chock and Denny Gill. Thought they I definitely went and watched Daniel Gill there um, a few times, and I went and watched Danny Green at like ASA Arena and stuff like that. So, which is now Kudos, and I fought there. So, yeah. look, um, got, look, nights like those, you yeah, you always stick with her And as a kid, like I, they were big, big motivational factors in me going, I want to do this when I when I'm older. You know, this is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. And and now I'm starting to starting to do it. Headline my last show and. Yeah, that was that was an awesome experience. the the fight not so much. The, it was a bit of a prick of a fight, to be honest. But the the whole experience leading in and and the week of uh, being main event that was something I I didn't take lightly and I didn't approach anything really any different. It was a bit more, a few more questions and stuff getting directed my way. But it was just something that you know I got to tick off my list of things I've 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 achieved and things I'm doing. So it was um it's something I'm keen to do a, a whole heap more of. And I know I've just got to keep keep on winning keep on putting on big performances and and um and like i said i'll capture these world titles i'll be doing a whole heck of heck more of it so it's um but taking one to wollongong that's that's i think that's one of the next ones on me on my list is i really want to get a show down there and and um you know for the fans that are they they're always travelling they they're, they're travelling fans for me so to bring one home would be nice for them would save, yeah, uh, save them a, a little bit more in the pocket and I uh, not do too much damage up on the gold coast or in sydney Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. what's um what is it about Wollongong that that makes it so different it's it's just home for me so it's it's home it's it's loose. everyone it's sort of that community where everyone knows everyone especially around the footy community i think everyone's uh, that's where a big part of me the uh, fan base is, is stemmed from, so it's all, a lot of it's local. But um it's just a, a grouse community, so it's it's um something I lo- I'm, I'm proud to be a part of and, and proud to represent. Wow. What are the odds
0: of that? Oops. All right, we are back after that unexpected little break. Of course, our inaugural podcast, there has to be some sort of shit that goes wrong, and fire alarms in the building. Don't know who it was. Pete Mitrovsky wasn't seen. Pete Mitrovsky could have been fucking
1: around with I think I saw him sneak out, so it could be him. (sighs) It wouldn't surprise me. Could be (laughs) any
0: one of the Mad Bunch. Could be. Could be. Luke Luke uh,
1: Phipps is quite mad as well, so he he could be lingering around somewhere as well, so...
0: Well, look, before we move on to the next part, I want to talk a little bit about the Mad Bunch because it's one of the most um, interesting things in Australian boxing, I think, is is the Mad Bunch. Uh, I remember the first time that I saw you fight and there's this... You've got half of the crowd going nuts up there for you. And I was thinking, who the hell is this little bloke who's got half of the crowd chanting his name and singing songs? And yeah. um, the mad bunch, tell me a little bit about them and some of their craziest stories. Oh.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, look, they kind of grew in um, my first uh, amateur show down in Yabby in Park. So at the clubhouse there, me cousin and and one of our, our good family friends, they were just pretty much blind eyes on... Well. On the on the stairwell of uh, the clubhouse, and they just started kicking off with those, and we go, and it just sort of built from there. So it was really started from two pissed idiots at uh, an amateur <laughs> show, but um, and yeah, it's just growing and growing and growing. Now there's a, a about you know three hundred pissed idiots in singing it, so it's it's good, and it's um, uh, they all get rowdy, and ever since I've went pro, we've sort of tried to make it a bit of a a bit of a night out and stuff for people because you get a lot of people who don't really watch boxing that they'll come to the fights because I'm fighting sort of thing from down our way. So it's sort of something we've, we've tried to make people look forward to and, you know, we, if it's in Sydney or whatever, we'll put buses on and, you know, drop everyone off at the town afterwards and and everyone kicks on. So it's, um, it's sort of – we've just tried to build it into a bit of a an event and a few of the boys, that, yeah, they'd love to carry on and mm-hmm. – and um, yeah. Now yeah, they're traveling to Queensland. They're you know going everywhere. So I think when we had Vegas booked, we had like about a hundred people like ready to go over to Vegas. So everyone was after flight vouchers and credits and and <laughs> stuff because of that. But um, look, yeah, it's it's unbelievable and yeah, it's crazy the amount of support I get and they're turning up every time, no matter where I'm fighting. So it it's big and they they're all got that many stories and and stuff they can tell from weekends away and yeah, at, at my fights. So it's. They're all got the tattoos on their like some have got it on their chest, some, are, you know, it's crazy. If it started off, a few of my mates got me record of like a couple of fights ago on their on their ass and. So what the hell happens now? You you kept fighting since then. Like. We should have just got a tally, and just kept frigging crossing <laughs> them off. But the spastics went and got frigging twelve and zero on the on the uh, on their ass cheeks, and I think I'm forever twelve and zero now. So I was like, oh, I want to get the tattoo gun out and and uh, touch it up. So but um. Yeah, but, it's pretty yeah, crazy. That might have
0: to be part of your your thing, you bring a tattoo gun. Yeah, every, bring a tattoo gun to the
1: to the kick-ons afterwards. We'll maybe, the at the, maybe the No Limit after party we might have to get a tattoo gun out and uh and do a few touch up jobs, I think.
0: Well, I think the way your career's headed, they'll need some big cheeks if you want to get the tally oh, on mate, there. They big boys, They're
1: They big boys, don't worry about that. So, look, uh, yeah, we can work the tally system out. They won't they won't run out of room, so it's Look, good. there's
0: definitely something special about Team Goodman and Wollongong. The, the vibe is there. I think we're going to have to make sure that we get down there sometime this
1: year. Yeah, absolutely. The abso- sooner the better, you reckon? Absolutely. Oh, I think it's definitely on the cards. And, yeah, we've we're, we're got to be looking at getting down there at some point this year for sure.
0: All right, let's move on to the next part. Rate it or hate it? Um, so I'm going to toss up a few fights to you, a few scenarios to you. And uh, you just tell me your thoughts on it, how you feel about it. Rate it or hate it? Uh, so let's open with AJV Ngannou.
1: Right. Oh, I think it's um, it's interesting. It, I, I really think AJ gets it done and I, I want him to get it done because obviously I'm on the, the, the team boxing side. And um, But Ngannou, you can't not look at his performance against Fury and, and be super impressed by it. It's um, He's just the specimen of a dude. You, you dig into his life story a bit. Yeah. And, what he's done so quickly in MMA and now he's came over to boxing and he's he's put down the you know, the lineal heavyweight champion. He he's an absolute freak of a bloke. Like you just have to take a take a look at him. So it's a it's an interesting fight because I think if he if he can touch Joshua, it, who knows how it goes. But um I oh, I'm Team Joshua and I'm I'm back in AJ. I'm i I'm a big fan of his and I think he does get it get it done and hopefully inside the distance I think will be a, a cracker of a fight.
0: I'm with you on that one. I, I really like both of their stories and I think it's a good fight for boxing too. So Yeah, it's I'm an interesting you. one. Staying on the heavyweights, Fury
1: V Usyk for undisputed. Yeah. Can't can't not rate it. So it's uh, it's one of the fights everyone wants to see, all the belts getting uh getting unified. So it's that's massive and I, I don't think there's been a, a heavyweight champ that's been undisputed. Uh in the four four belt era, so I think I'm pretty sure of that. So I think that's going to be a a massive fight, and and um, yeah, it's it's another one that's a it's a pick'em fight, especially after you. Yeah, I was definitely leaning more towards Fury. I thought he was you know going to be too big for Usyk, but now looking after the the Ngannou fight, I don't want to read too much into it because it's a totally different different fight to uh to Usyk. But you know, I think um. I think Usyk can surprise a lot of people as well. I think he, he's he's probably going to be the underdog, but oh, I think oh, I wouldn't be shocked if he if he did pull it off. He's a, he, he's an absolute freak.
0: Agree with you there. Crawford v.
1: Zoo. Terence Crawford v. Tim Zoo. Right, it can't not same thing. It's um it's a massive fight and look it's a it's a fight that will shoot Timmy to the probably you know same thing top top three. In the, that pound for pound list, you know, I, I think Crawford, between Crawford and Nui, they're, they're the one or two, depending on probably who you like. Um, so I, I think a fight like that, that's, that puts Tim at the, the top of boxing. So, you know, that's that's huge and hopefully we can do it in Australia. Geez, we're putting ourselves out there, aren't they? The, 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 two, the top two pound-for-pound pound guys yeah, both up against the, the No Limit boys. So. 100%. It's just showing you know, we're, we're, off, we're on that level and we're chasing all these big fights. So, look, if, uh, if we get those fights, uh, it's massive for not just Aussie boxing, but in boxing, that they're just massive fights. So, look, if uh, we can be a part of them and not just be a part of them, win them, that's uh, huge.
0: Now let's come back to your division here,
1: Inoue v Neary can't rate it i can't so i want to fight for those belts and you know i want i want my belts. so look um it's a good fight as a as a fan but i'm not a fan of either of them you know I'll, i'm they're on my radar so look uh i'll be watching closely but look i, I can't rate that I'll, i want my belts and yeah that's that's all there is to it who would you rather fight out of the pair of them whoever's got the belts <laughs> whoever's got the belts. so look um they're they're both tough fights, so they both carry good power. I think Neway probably a bit better boxer than uh than Neri, but Neary seems to have a bit of that thud in he, in his punches, and he's and he's a southpaw. So both totally different fights, totally different matchups. But I think I match up well against against either of them, and you know, I back my boxing ability against both. Speaking of your boxing ability, Goodman v. Aleem 2. There's been a bit of chatter around. Uh, I, I can't rate that either. I've already beat him, so. Look, um, like I said, he has to take a pay cut or something if he wants to fight me. I've already been there and I've already done it. So, look, there's not too much in fighting Alim now. I've already beat him and I thought I beat him, you know, well enough for it to be a unanimous decision. He had a few excuses about coming over to Australia and, and, all that, and all that jazz. So, but look, he's, to be honest, that's more looking back, I think, for me. I'm looking at world titles and unless I was fighting him for a world title or – a significant pay rise against against the lame, you know, I'll tell him where to go.
0: That's fair. Um, jumping off boxing for a second, Dragons recruitment. You said yeah. you're a Dragons fan. How do you feel
1: about how they've recruited this year? I think it's been a bit better. So I, I think um, I'm trying to stay optimistic and hopefully we can can have a good year. So... Look, I'll um, oh, back back the boys into you know. Ho- hopefully, we can make the finals this year and, and have a good crack at it. But um, look, oh, I think we're we're got to be uh, got to be a bit better than than last year. And look, oh, I don't mind a few of the signings they've made. So oh, I'm I'm staying optimistic with them. I think the beauty for them is the only way is up, right? Hundred percent. So hundred percent. My second team's the Tigers as well. So like, uh, <laughs> well, it's my uncle's team. So. I'll... Can't not support him when he's around. Been a tough few he's, he's, he's lucky a, he's a, he's a you a can tough, fight. He's a Tiger's win the no, oh, fight. I mean, the footy's painful. The footy's painful. So <laughs> I tell people I'm a panther at the moment, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So but um, yeah. Ho- hopefully it's a good year for the dragons, and yeah. Hopefully we can make finals. All right, rate it or hate it. Kambosos Lomachenko. Rate it. Oh, it's a fight um, I'm definitely getting tickets too. So I've, I've been a Lomachenko has been probably my favourite fighter since I was 12 years old and. And uh, George has done big things for boxing. I went down and watched the the Haney fight, so and th- they were great events. But um, yeah, it's a it's a tough fight for him, I think. But look, it's um, he's bringing a massive fight to Australia, and yeah, I'll be over there watching it for sure. I'll, I'm keen as for that one.
0: All right, moving on to the next segment of our inaugural podcast, uh, build your perfect boxer. So I want to know out of all of the eras of all of the great fighters that we've had, and I know you've been a big boxing fan. Um, you followed a lot of a lot of fight careers. How would you build your perfect boxer? Who's some of the fighters that you would take from, and what are the things you'd be just going from?
1: off like attributes- Abs- of yeah attributes yeah. yes power I'd probably go whoa. have to be a heavyweight. you'd be thinking probably Mike Tyson someone like that i I'd say the speed I'd definitely be going Roy Jones in his prime. I think mm. he was just absolutely ruthless the way he put uh, punches together. Um, Boxing IQ, I'd go Lomachenko. Um, I might change that one, actually. I'll go footwork, I'll go Lomachenko. Oh, yeah, very nice, very nice. Uh, Boxing IQ, Boxing Brain. I think Terence Crawford at the moment, I think the way he goes about what he does is is very... uh, very smart, so I don't think like he's, he's obviously carries a bit of power, but watching that Spence fight was was pretty pretty special, I thought. That, that, that was unbelievable. Was, I think that be. was one of the best performances maybe I've ever seen. So mm. I think uh, he, he's boxing IQs very impressive. Um And defensively, I, I'll probably go shoot Kerr Stevenson. I'm oh, a big fan of the way... Shakur' defense in the way he mixes up his defense. Obviously, you could say someone like Mayweather or whatever he got hit the least, but I think how Shakur mixes up his defense. I think um, between his use of feet, his hands, and and he does a bit of the bumping as well. I think his 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 eye it's so so good. And um, I think he's he's definitely going to be one of the best best in uh, the years to come. I think he I think he can take out the the likes of uh, anyone in that that lightweight division. So I think he's um. I think he's pretty special. Some pretty solid fighters there. Yeah, 100%. If you put them
0: all together, they make Sam Goodman. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I don't (laughs) know about that. But, um, yeah, they make a pretty good fighter. So, but, um, yeah, I try and learn off guys like that and and watch a lot of guys like that and and see what I can take and and use and the stuff I can't, obviously. I I don't hit like Mike Tyson. But, um, yeah, I I, I try and and emulate a bit of uh, of what I see of uh, other boxers.
0: Thank you very much for your time today, Sammy. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on here on the inaugural No Limit Boxing Podcast. Uh, I think we survived pretty well in this
1: one. Yeah, it was all right. A few fire alarms. We got past <laughs> it all, but um, yeah, we got through it. I might hours. be getting the tap on the, the shoulder for next week. You might yeah. see someone else <laughs> in this
0: seat. So, um, But yeah. it's been a pleasure having you on. I think it's going to be a great year ahead for you. Um, what you did in 2023 was nothing short of amazing. Um, the WBO Oriental Fighter of the Year too,
1: wasn't mm. it? yeah some, <laughs> something like that yeah oh we've we've, we've actually got, got yeah, it I've here got, too got let's present it to you yeah. while we're here
0: the wbo oriental fighter of the year there yeah, we go yeah, good, sam goodman Jeez. um <laughs> uh, it was it was a great year for you 2023 uh and i think it's only going to get better for 2024 so looking forward to what we've got coming up very soon and
1: and what makes for a, a really good year for you yeah no nah, thanks for having me on and Look, yeah, last year we put myself out there, but this year oh, I think I really get to take over and and really uh put my name out there in in all the boxing and and uh become a world champion. So I'm I'm ready for a massive year and yeah, we we get the ball rolling soon, hopefully. I'm loving that energy. Yeah, let's go.
0: All right, thanks guys for tuning in to our first episode of the No Limit Boxing Podcast. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, do the lot. Wherever you're listening, YouTube, Spotify. Uh, we're on TikTok now. No limits on TikTok, so make sure you're following us on there. Instagram, Facebook, you name it, we're everywhere. Uh, Get behind it. It's going to be a great year for no limit and look forward to doing more of this in coming weeks.